Welcome to Caregiver SOS On Air, presented by the WellMed Charitable Foundation with nationally known gerontologist Carol Zernio and veteran broadcaster and attorney Ron Aaron. This program provides health, wellness, and other information for caregivers who are vital to the health and well-being of so many people across our country. Now, here are your hosts, Ron Aaron and Carol Zernio. And welcome to Caregiver SOS on the air. I'm Milton Glick, in for Ron Aaron today. Uh, Ron has awfully big shoes to fill. In fact, he sent me pictures of his shoes, Carol, so that I would know how big those shoes were to fill. So I'm I'm in trouble. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not sure they're so big, but they are colorful. Most That's of true. The time, I have nice, to tell you. Nice, very nice. Uh, Carol Zerniel <laughs> is uh, the co-host of Caregiver SOS on the air. Let me tell you about her credentials. She's the executive director of the WellMade Charitable Foundation. She was the past chair of the board of directors of the National Council on Aging. She's a member of the Ray's Family Caregiving Advisory Council. And she has a master in social gerontology and with over 25 years experience in aging and caregiving. And if you've listened to the show, you know the amazing insights that Carol offers uh, each week on Caregiver SOS. And our guest today, uh, we'll, we'll talk to in just a second, I'll give you more information on him, is uh, Dr. Aaron Blight. Uh, he has uh, got lots of credentials, but he's the author of a brand new book called When Caregiving Calls, Guidance as You Care for a Parent, Spouse, or Aging Relative, which was released mid-October of this year. Well, first off, Carol, how are you doing today? You know, you, we, we have worked together but not on air together for a number of years yeah that's why i'm so nervous this is kind of like i'm but um but you you make this very very easy (laughs) and so i've done i'll just tell you i've done some research on dr blight and uh we've got a a great interview coming up his story is absolutely incredible you're gonna you're gonna enjoy talking to him about the book and his experiences yeah i'm so excited to have the conversation but i want to talk a little bit about your credentials as well, Milton, because you have also been a caregiver. You have had the caregiving experience, and I think that that's so important because you bring a little bit of you into this conversation, well, too. Well, yeah, and and it's interesting because I'm hearing a little bit about uh, Dr. Blight and one of some of the things he's going to talk about. Uh, they all touched home. They all were, were issues that, that I could relate to, so it's it's really good. Well, thank you, yeah, and uh, from being a caregiver, it has its joys and it has its uh, pains, uh, but it, it ain't easy. Uh, it's- no, it's not. Well, um, the you know the other thing I, I want to uh, let our listeners know is that we are having our care our caregiver summit is being recorded this week and will be posted online. So when you're listening to the show, it's already happened, um, but look for at caregiversos.org uh, in the coming weeks, and you will see our speakers, the lineup. Some great uh, new advice for you, uh, some of your favorites from Caregiver SOS on air, as well as Lucy Berrylack, who's uh, with our Caregiver Teleconnection. So just be looking at, check out our website uh, if you haven't been there in a while, and look for our Caregiver Summit videos. Yeah, and that's great that it can be shared. It allows people to share it, just like the podcast, but this is going to be some great guests and some good stuff. So very, very good. Thank you. All right, well, let me, right. Int- let me introduce our next guest. Uh, it is Dr. Aaron Blight. He's the author of a new book, When Caregiving Calls, Guidance as uh, You Care for a Parent, Spouse, or Aging Relative. He's an international speaker and consultant on caregiving and aging and health care. 
He's the founder of Caregiving Kinetics and has been recognized as one of the top 100 healthcare leaders by the International Forum on Advancement in Healthcare. He serves as an adjunct professor at Shenandoah University, an honorary board member of the Well Spouse Association, and an advisory board member on the Shenandoah Area Agency on Aging, as well as other great credentials. Um, Dr. Blight, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Well, thank you for having me, Milton. I am doing great, and I'm excited to have this conversation with you about caregivers. Yeah. Um, Carol, if, if I can, well, go ahead. Sure. No, absolutely. Go ahead, Milton. Well, if it's okay, um, I, I think people said it. So we sold all your credentials, but tell us why you got into this area, why it's so important to you, and where the book came from, your experiences. Well, this is really a very personal topic for me because I was relatively young when my mother-in-law was uh, diagnosed with cancer, and we became her family caregivers. She moved into our home, and my wife took on that role not only as she was a mother at the time with young children, but also as a caregiver, and I was uh, also doing the caregiving there at home while working full-time at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. And so our lives were just transformed uh, very, very quickly as a result of the care that my mother-in-law needed. And we did that for five and a half years. After she passed away, I changed my career and uh, became the owner of a home care company to help families like mine. And I subsequently studied caregiving in connection with my doctoral degree And it was really through the research about caregiving that I came to understand why caregiving had been so hard for for my family and why it is challenging for for so many families out there. And so uh, the book is really a a result of these experiences over over 20 years uh, as a family caregiver, as a professional caregiver, as a caregiving scholar. And I just think that caregivers need some support and need some understanding, a deeper understanding of what what is it that makes caregiving so challenging and how can you um, be a little bit more proactive in the caregiver role and, and make life better for yourself and for your loved one. You're listening to Caregiver SOS. I'm Milton Glick, along with Carol Zerniel, uh, who is the executive director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. Our guest, Dr. Aaron Blight, author of the uh, new book, When Caregiving Calls. Carol? Well, I, you know, I was listening to you talk about owning a home health agency uh, and thinking about the caregiving experience and what a critical role home health and the workers play in the lives. So what did, what did you bring forward from that experience before we go into the book? What did you learn from working with the home health agency? Well, Carol, I was able to see so many families that were struggling with similar challenges caring for an aging loved one who is experiencing health conditions, health health problems, whether it's dementia or it could be a heart problem or it could be ALS or, you know, just simply senescence, aging. Um, but each individual situation was also unique, and it was always deeply personal. Even though there were uni- universal dimensions that people were uh, of the caregiving experience, it, it, always, it always was deeply personal. Even, even when I worked with professional healthcare providers, physicians or nurses or nurse practitioners who had the, you know, the, the medical training, 
inevitably they told me, you know, it's different when it's my family. It's different when it's my mom or it's my spouse. And the emotional roller coaster that is involved in that is something that we're often unprepared for. Well, our friend Dr. Jamie Heisman always says that all of us as professionals become Larry, Moe, and Curly, the three stooges, um, as soon as we become the caregivers and it's all, everything else just goes out the door. Yeah, that's, that's true. And, you know, I was able to see that with a lot of, a lot of our clients. Um, I also really saw in owning a home care company how a lot of the, the caregivers who work in this role in, in home care or perhaps in long-term care, they intuitively know how to adjust and adapt to the changing health conditions of the, of the care receiver. And that's something, a skill that really develops, I think, over time as you work with a lot of older adults and, and you're meeting them where they are, whatever their condition might be at the present time. And so caregiving is really a process of, of continual adaptation and change uh, in light of the health conditions that are changing, the evolving health conditions of, of your loved one. Well, um, that, that, that's such, uh, you know, the meeting the person where they are is such great um, advice for caregivers. Very difficult to do uh, on a daily basis is, you know, really kind of letting go where you want to be, uh, which is like, I need to be at a doctor's appointment. We need to get dressed right now. We need to go, <laughs> which I can remember doing that with my mother as opposed to, you know, she's just really not understanding how to put these stockings on and we need to slow down. <laughs> Yeah, and, and slowing down is something that I talk about in when caregiving calls. There's, there's actually a chapter on time and the implications of time when it comes to caregiving. You know, everything moves slower in an older person's home, and you have to build in more time in your schedule to do things like take your loved one to the doctor's office or to to manage the sequence of, of activities that you have to do as a family caregiver, those things might change. And so there are some suggestions in the book about how to do that. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the book, When Caregiving Calls, Guidance as You Care for a Parent, Spouse, or Aging Relative. This is really like hot off the press, caliente in San Antonio. It is. Um, you know, it in October. So um, how exciting. Uh, and I noticed you talk about parent, spouse, or aging relative. So in the book, do you talk about, I mean, are those three the same thing? Is it, does it matter what the relationship is um, or do you distinguish those? Well, one thing that I noticed when I was writing when Caregiving Calls, Carol, is that um, there are a lot of books that focus on Alzheimer's disease. Uh, there are a lot of books that focus on caring for an aging parent, but there are not necessarily as many that talk about spousal caregiving. And I intentionally included some passages about spousal caregiving because I think that there are differences there when compared to uh, other family relationships. For example, if an adult child is caring for a parent, uh, that historic parent-child relationship will uh, set the stage and, and frame a lot of what happens in the, the dynamics of caregiving now and in the future. 
The same thing is true with the spousal relationship, but, you know, the origins of that spousal, spousal relationship are marriage, you know, partnership, lifelong, uh, a lifelong commitment to be there in sickness and in health. And there's an intimacy there in that relationship as well. And that makes spouses more likely to um, feel less uncomfortable with some of the, the personal tasks of caregiving, things like uh, personal hygiene assistance, toileting, uh, bathing. You know, the, the spouses are able to move forward with those types of caregiving activities a little easier than often an adult child would, would do. Dr. Blight, we're going to take a break real quick. Um, you're listening to Caregiver SOS on air. Our guest, Dr. Aaron Blight, author of uh, the book When Caregiving Calls. And Carol Zerniel and I will be back in a moment. Now more than ever, nothing is more important than your health. For more than 30 years, Wellman has been here for you, providing safe, convenient access to compassionate care, developing new and innovative ways to connect with our communities. Wellman cares. Our mission is to help you be well and stay well. The Medicare annual enrollment period is from October 15 through December 7. Remember to choose a health plan that puts you with a Wellmed doctor. Visit wellmedfindadoctor.com. Hello. And welcome back to Caregiver SOS on the air. I'm Milton Glick sitting in for Ron Aaron. Uh, Carol Zerniel is here as always doing a great job asking questions to our guest today is Dr. Aaron Blight, author of the book When Caregiving Calls, Guidance as You Care for a Parent, Spouse, or Aging Relative. And uh, fascinating interview, Carol, and uh, great information and uh Terrific insight. Um, so can I, can I ask a question real quick? Absolutely. Okay. So Dr. Blight, welcome back. Um, Thank you. One of the things that I, I as I uh, read more and uh, learned more about the, uh, the book and, and heard you speak was um, you were quite forthcoming in terms of as a caregiver and feeling um, a little bit of resentment. Uh, but that was a part of it, and you were that was important for people to know. Do you want to discuss that a little bit? I, I will, and um, you know, I try to be very open and honest in the book about this because it's important for caregivers to recognize that that these are normal feelings. A lot of the negative emotions that come with care with family caregiving, they're very normal. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person or you're a bad family member. But when I was uh, caring for my mother-in-law, and she lived in our home for almost two years, uh, she she went through two brain surgeries, radiation, chemotherapy while she was in our home. And um, on the one hand, I, I wanted to be there for her. I wanted to support her and give her the, the care that she needed. But on the other hand, I, I was resentful about it at times, and... Um, you know, I thought that our lives were being overtaken by this, uh, by terminal illness, by mother-in-law, and we had to just arrange everything in our lives around her needs. And we had, we were sandwich generation caregivers. You know, we had young, young children at home. 
And so I often had this internal conflict, and, uh, you know, I didn't really fully appreciate why I was experiencing that, or I didn't really know how to deal with it. But again, going back to, you know, later, as I owned a home care business and talked to family members, I heard again and again similar feelings, uh, negative emotions, resentment or guilt, um, anger, hurt, disappointment, um, you know, and often family caregivers feel like they can't express that or they can't even acknowledge that because somehow it makes them, you know, a bad person or it reflects poorly on their relationship with their loved one. And I think that we need to, you know, have this acknowledgement and have it out in the open and understand that these are normal emotions and it's okay. It's part of the, the stress and the strain of the situation that you're in. And caregiving gives rise to these types of emotions. And, and so rather than suppressing them or ignoring them or just letting them fester, uh, if we acknowledge them, we are in a position to be able to deal with them more effectively. I think that's great advice. You know, there's a lot of self-forgiveness we have to do while we're on the road to caregiving, you know, when these when these things pop up that make us uh, feel conflicted, angry, or like we're, we're a bad person. Um, and so you've talked about, you've talked a little bit about, you know, time isn't the same. You've talked about emotions can kind of get away from you. What else is in the book, Caregiving Calls, that, that you really feel like caregivers um, will benefit from? What other advice do you have? Well, another important insight in When Caregiving Calls, I think, is the chapter about relationship. The chapter is called Relationship. And it's rooted in applied gerontology, the uh, study of caregiving by a couple of uh, internationally known applied gerontologists, Rhonda Montgomery and Carl Kozlowski. And they, through looking at family caregivers over 30 years, determined that family caregiving is really defined by a series of role-based transitions that are precipitated by the changing health needs of the, of the care receiver. And so let me put that in English for you. Um, you know, if you are a, an adult daughter and you're providing care to your mother, um, your historic mother-daughter relationship is loaded with meaning. You know, your mother has always had a singular place in your life. She raised you. Uh, she, you know, provided for you, she gave birth to you, uh, she taught you. And so the way that you interact with your mother has been very unique and special. Uh, and the feelings that you have for your mother are unique. The things that you say to your mother are unique. The way that the nature of your interaction with her is very much rooted in that mother-daughter relationship. Well, when, when caregiving enters the picture and now your mother requires care from you, the, the tables are turned and, that, and, and the tasks that you're involved in with your mother are going to change. And because those activities are changing, the things that you say to your mother are also changing. Your interactions with her will change. The things that you think about her will change. And she might even start to think differently about you. And this role of caregiver starts to enter into the relationship. 
So you have this historic role of daughter, but now there's this role of caregiver, and caregiver has a whole different meaning and a whole different set of requirements and, you know, dynamics in a relationship. And so the role in the relationship is fundamentally changing and evolving because of your mother's health conditions. So your relationship changes because of what doing. And the question is, how do you feel about those changes? If you're struggling with those changes, if you're having a hard time adjusting to them, if you're rejecting them or you're mad about them, or you feel like you're incapable of continuing in this new role, then you need to really do something about that. And the book, uh, When Caregiving Calls, helps the, the family caregiver to think through some of these issues. Well, and uh, Dr. Uh, Ronnie Montgomery is a colleague of mine on the Raise Family Caregiving uh, Council, uh, and she talks about that a lot uh, in terms of addressing needs of caregivers. So that that relationship shift uh, is very important, and at some point when you feel more like a caregiver and less like the person you were, then you're really starting to get stressed out. Yes, it could lead to a lot of stress. Um, It also, for some caregivers, it it can lead to a transition in self-perception so that they actually come to an acceptance of what's happening. And by doing that, they're able to continue in the caregiver role in a slightly different relationship. And so, um, yes, Dr. Montgomery, uh, she's, she's a colleague. I love, love her and had a chance to work extensively with her in my career uh, with her company, T-Care. But uh, I think this is something that is very important for, care, for family caregivers to understand, and it's not something that you really think about. Um, when, I, when I first learned about this uh, family caregiver identity theory, um, I, I was blown away by it. I learned about it years after my mother-in-law had passed away, and it explained a lot of my most fundamental challenges that I had as a family caregiver. And so when I was in my home care company, meeting with a family caregiver who was obviously struggling, I would uh, break out a a piece of paper and draw these little diagrams that represent the the changing relationship. And inevitably, and those diagrams are in the book, When Caregiving Calls. It's easy to see it visually as a series of pie charts. Uh, but inevitably, the, the family caregiver would say, oh, my gosh, that is that is my wife. That's why I'm struggling with this. Right. That, and and I, I probably oversimplified it. Um, you know, I, I agree with you. I, I hear you saying that for some caregivers, understanding that helps them, you know, kind of adjust to the relationship change. Uh, and some that don't really yet may, you know, it, it can cause some, uh, you know, cognitive dissonance you know i'm i'm not this is not the person i am i don't want to be this person so you know that that right. recognizing yeah. that change really helps you uh to kind of catch up on your on your own journey well um we've only got about 2 minutes yeah. left so i i'm curious if uh you know if there's anything else if you if there's anything else that's in the book that you would want caregivers to know about well, thank you, Carol. I think one of the big messages of the book is that um, 
you're not alone. You may feel like you're alone in, in the caregiving role, but it's important for you to get the help that you need. And that help can take on a couple of different forms. Um, you could get help with the tasks of caregiving for your loved one. And by outsourcing some of those tasks of caregiving, whether it's to formal care providers or if it's other loved ones, other family members or friends who can step in and, and help you with some of that, that, that could be a very important part of, of uh, getting the, the support that you need. The other aspect of, of getting help as a caregiver is for yourself, recognizing that you don't have to go through this by yourself and there are resources available and people who can help you through the, the challenges that you're facing. Those can be counselors, they can be, uh, it could be a good friend, it could be caregiver support groups, either in person or online. You know, there are some wonderful caregiver support groups online today. But it's important for you to realize that, you know, you have needs as well. And well, Dr. you are able to, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no that's okay. We're, we've just about run out of time. Thank you so much. Uh, the book is called uh, When Caregiving Calls, Guidance as You Care for a Parent, Spouse, or Aging Relative. We've got to say goodbye today, but you've been a great guest. We've enjoyed it. Uh, Carol Zorniel, thank you so much. I'm Milton Glick. We'll say goodbye. And you've been listening to Caregiver SOS on the air. You've been listening to Caregiver SOS on air, an exclusive presentation of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. We welcome emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. Join co-hosts Carol Zerniel and Ron Aaron next week for more on caregiving, improving the health and well-being of caregivers and their care recipients everywhere. For more on caregiving and podcasts of our programs, visit caregiversos.org.